Well, Billy, we were right. We were right in everything we've said. All the doomsday, all the absolute bollocks we've spouted, all of the pushback we've got from one particular person who I will not name because they will enjoy it too much. And it will take pain for me to not name that silly motherfucker. I shouldn't be swearing that early in the intro. If I know anything about YouTube, which I don't. But yeah, so our past couple of episodes have been quite... Well, focusing on the negatives in the industry, and that's because there's not been that many positives realistically. Obviously, we yeah. spoke on like the excitement around CS2, which did indeed come out and was interesting for a bit, but forced everyone to play on Dust 2 the whole time. So now it's getting like 530 people watching it on Twitch and stuff mm-hmm. like It's completely crashed and interesting it for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that promises to be something exciting, something to look forward to. With the last CS major coming up, it adds even more flavor and i guess urgency and weight to the major but apart from that everything's gone to shit <laughs> as as we've said like it's it's, it's not gonna go well uh things need to change yeah we're in the middle obviously. of a big fat correction so i feel like yes yeah anyone that keeps harping on about oh doomsday doomsday like fucking hell like, as, as journalists like i was saying this before like you have to report on what's fucking <laughs> what's actually going on and i've yeah. tried in what i've written to yeah, try and at least get some way to fixing some of the issues or like mm-hmm. thinking about them in the right way at least. Um, yeah. But yeah, when you're talking about actual stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when you're actually talking about just like what's happened, that's what that's what people watch us for. Like <laughs> what's happened is basically everything like you said, there isn't actually that much good news or nothing that's so good that it's it's you know, notable and you want to talk about it. Um most of it has been pretty bad. Yeah. Um yeah. You could say like Game Square, which owns Complexity, going live on the Nasdaq. That's a positive thing, but mm-hmm. also, well, but also look at the fucking state of the other public companies. Yeah, so the companies that every every esports company that goes on the Nasdaq basically faces faces like being delisted. Existential <laughs> threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they did something cool actually. I wrote a story for ESI yesterday. Um, they partnered. Oh, I guess it's <clears throat> guess it's Dallas Cowboys, really. But the Dallas Cowboys, I know, like they own or the, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry is like Jones a co-owner. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they launched like a gaming community thing, which I guess is pretty small fry. To be fair, it's like it's it's literally they have a website link, and you can like compete, and the winner of this of like a tournament. Uh, the ultimate winner will get like an all expenses paid trip to the Super Bowl. See, we're really scraping the barrel cool. for a positive. That's quite cool in a sense, but also it's not, not really esports. No, I mean, it's, I mean, it is. It's competition, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would say that was just a random fucking small little partnership activation yeah. thing. Let's get the one other positive out of the way as well. Go on. And that is goals. So the eventual FIFA competitor. Uh, has raised 20 mil, I think it is. Yeah, uh, and, and another 20 mil in the Series A. I think so up to up to now, it's like $39 million in total. Mm. So obviously good. we shouldn't... We In esports, we've got a habit of celebrating raising money as opposed to, you know, like generating revenue and profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to, yeah, brag about that. What are you drinking anyway? What's that? Red wine. Sorry, carry on. I thought it was like the blood of your nemesis or something like that. It's got that in it as well. Or if you're on like beet juice or something. <laughs> no, <wait. laughs> yeah, so like goals, uh, some cool people leading it, a uh, cool concept of 
trying to make a fair football game that is not just fucked <laughs> and just out to make all the money mm, in the world. Novel concept. Effectively, in a world of it e-football, is. absolute shambles of a game, and FIFA, or EA Sports FC, absolute shambles of a game. <laughs> like, this is promising, though obviously it's going to be a fucking mammoth task to like take down FIFA in any way, so maybe they can do it in the competitive realm, but not in the public realm, like general public realm. We'll see. Mm. Not to be negative, like, congrats to them on that. I hope they can continue building good shit and Does bring sound... out a successful competitive title. That'll be sick. Sounds really cool. And like I was saying to you off, off air, like, the um, the idea of building a football game from the ground up based around, like, a high skill ceiling, which presumably it is, like, something that you can get on, like, you go on Rocket League, if you play, even if you just play in Rocket League for fun with mates, or any any game like that, Siege, for, that's a good example. Like, the skill ceiling is dead high, the skill gap is really wide. Having a football game that's like that would be really sick if it like if it took off. That would be sick, and like that model is def is obviously monetizable. Like you can mm-hmm. microtransactions and pay. You know, well, it's also an large. NFT game as well. I'm pretty sure, which they're not is really it? speaking about much. But yeah, all right. I'm pretty sure in, that's how they live with it. It's like uh, I can't remember now. It's been a long time since I wrote about it. I un- didn't know that. That's but cool. I'm pretty sure it has some crypto links. Uh, I can check while yeah, I'm always those things, but. I'm always skeptical about NFT slash blockchain games, but I mean, if they do it in um, well, I mean, I like that. I don't know about it, for example, if that's true. You know what yeah, I mean? I like not, that they're not... not led with it recently. Yeah. I'm trying to find what it is. Uh, maybe I've made that up, but it comes to mind. So uh, is it for like tracking match outcomes or something? Oh, so like who hopes to integrate NFTs, uh, 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 but as no. At the moment, speech. Obviously, it's going to be weird. Like they can't have like Man U and Chelsea and PSG and stuff in the game because of the licensing. Yeah. So it's you're going to have to like a big. I think a big part of it is like in FIFA, like getting the players you want, like the rare versions of them stuff, and selling them on the right. Like it's sick when you get a Messi or a Ronaldo or something. Um, mm. They're going to have to like work around that somehow and make you care about the players in other ways. I guess attributes is going to be the main thing, but you don't want it to create a pay-to-win aspect. Could be so, a really cool opportunity for esports teams that get in that game early. Say if it's a successful game, if esports teams get in early, the esports orgs that do could maybe like stake a claim in that game and be a team playable team in the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. That could be pretty okay. funky. Here we go. So it says it's going to be cross-play. Which is interesting straight away. PC versus Xbox versus mobile, maybe type type thing. That makes sense. Um, free to play, multiplayer first, and esports ready. It'll use a play to earn model where time spent and skill in the game will be rewarded through digital assets. So more people can hopefully can make a living playing the game. So I don't know if they'll unlock like rare boots and all that kind of shit. You know, where you get like mm-hmm. the stickers and stuff in CS and you can trade it and maybe it'd be like that, but on chain on, on blockchain. So Right. But the fact that I'm leading with that, this it's a feature of the game, but not the entire game. <laughs> you know, all the yeah, entire yeah. premise of the game is like, oh, this is a this is a web three game or a, a crypto game, you know. So it's cool. Yeah. Um we'll see see how that goes. Cause I, I remember Doctor Disrespect's game at first, everyone was giving it a lot of shit because it was NFTs and now they're actually they've got like a playable alpha where like Coldplay has been playing it, Optic plays I think. Um, the NFT aspects have mostly been forgotten about in that public conversation and mm. they just more care about how the game plays, which I think is the most important thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, positivity. 
Yeah, now. Well, I, I do you think no. the riot report is positive? Because I think I've got a negative take on it generally. Of course you have. Fucking point in this absolute waffle. They no. they've spent years saying fuck all to write a report that says, Yeah, we like esports. Yeah, of course you're fucking saying that. Yeah, I know. Fucking but their actions, like, what, yeah, but what their actions, the is, but their actions have also backed that up with Valorant, like for sure. And it, and they also addressed. I never really thought about it this way, but they also addressed like why it's challenging to incorporate team skins and stuff for such a global game with so many different franchise leagues. I thought that was pretty cool. Basically, because there's like a hundred teams in franchise leagues, like it's difficult to put teams in the game. So like, where do you and that's start? why they only did thirty for the international leagues for Valorant. Well, I, I don't, I don't, that's also because they're giving money away for Valorant as opposed to taking money in for League of Legends. Because mm. there's a stipend that they give to all the teams. There was no buy-in for the franchise, like partner teams yeah, yeah, yeah. in Valorant. So, of yeah. course, there's going to be less teams. They don't want to be fucking spending money on esports. Yeah. They're saying it's not a market activity. Of course it fucking is. It's all it is. Mm. You're not doing it because you like esports. Because you're going to lose money on esports as it is. It's a, it's a lost leading market and exercise. That's genuinely what it is. I mean, it is, yeah. But I think if there's a if there's an esports title that's worth the investment, because it probably is getting close to like returning for the publisher, it's probably League. You know what I mean? It's a very impressive esport ecosystem. Like the viewership's sick, the engagement's sick. The you know? LCS is declining. One yeah, I agree, but, that's, but I think that's... So, viewership is not sick. <laughs> Engagement in is not In the sick. LCS, but elsewhere, it's pretty sick, and it'll stay relevant for years. And the LCS, I'm pretty sure, like, wasn't... I, I, I'm not saying this was the only reason, because the LCS is looking like it's pretty fucked at the moment, but, like, um, their latest, like, the final of one of their... The last event, whatever it was, was it spring? Or is spring still going? I don't even know. Um, but... That was on like a holiday weekend or something. <laughs> Maybe that's like clutching at straws for an excuse as to why the viewers. No, but like shit. year on year or season on season, it's just been going down, mate. Like it's not good mm, at all. Like no, they've, they've changed and, the and all, so it's competing with LEC, I think, and all sorts of shit. Yeah, like, it's just on at weird times. And oh no, I agree with that. By the way, I, I do and agree. then also another negative aspect of the LCS is, um, which we can loop back on the report in a bit, I think, but we can go into CLG NRG energy. They don't like mm-hmm. NRG, they like energy. So. The slot for an LCS partner team is worth a lot less in no time at all, is what we can take from this deal, by the way. Because EG bought in, Dignitas bought in, Immortals bought in, right? Through Optic and um, Echo Fox and Clutch Gaming. Mm -hmm. They spent 30-odd mil, like 20-odd, 30-odd mil dollars to get those spots. This time, CLG's been collapsed by MSG for a tiny bit of equity in energy. They're not going to give away much. Like, it could be worth two, three, ten mil or something, but, like, they didn't buy the slot off of them. They just said, yeah, you can take a little bit of our company. Like, there's no way in hell they've given away that much because teams aren't worth as much as they actually claim to be worth anyway. we, We can see that now. Like, oh, how much Forbes claims they're worth. Yeah. Like 200 odd mil or a billion dollar for phase or whatever it may be. Like, it's all bollocks. Like, so for me, like, the slots have degraded in value 
over two years, three years, like dramatically as well. And that's obviously the state of esports somewhat as well. It's harder to sell a slot for a high amount when the industry's just fucked and no one can raise money and everyone's letting go of people to like yeah. keep afloat. But that's yeah, what it says that, to me. I, th- I guess that's what someone might counter with is like, even if the oh, price shit. is lower, even if the price is lower than what it would have been a few years ago, like that might still only be a temporary thing because of the market conditions. And then it's like, you know, in a few years, what did Heretics, I'm, I'm trying to think now, was Heretics the one that sold the slot or bought the slot in the LEC? They bought it. They bought it. Wasn't that for like 30 mil? So I know that's not the LEC, uh, LCS, but like, you know. Different beast. Yeah. yeah, they are very different. And in Europe, it's just so much more. Viewership's better. So international more performance solid. is better. The teams yeah. are generally better. The branding's overall. better. The talent's better. Even though I find the EU talent fucking cringe, it can, they are just better. Um, mm. Even though like Ender's just dressing like an absolute maniac and they're bringing in guest people all the time. It's fresh. It's something interesting in the getting mm. cross-promotion to get CS fans to watch Cosmo Machines on. You've got shocks in and out, like, They've got legendary people there. Like they're, they're doing mm-hmm. a lot right versus They've got LCS. Medic, the caster, who is mm-hmm. one of my favorite casters He's sick. in any title. He's fucking well He's sick. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. They are very different. But I think, um, yeah, I'm optimistic on League overall. But like getting back to the report, I don't know. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it well, was. Did they say that was worthwhile? Besides, like, well, I think a lot a of it was just thing. a lot of it was like. 1,500 words or 2,000 words or something was just laying out like what people that know already knew. You know, like, you yeah. know what I mean? They said it took them 10 years to realise that esports isn't, shouldn't be run like sports. It took them 10 years to realise that. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it depends what they meant by that. I think it probably was on about like not emphasising digital Trying to fo- probably focusing too much on media rights is probably what they meant, I presume. But that's a mistake. I think also trying to sell know. tickets, considering most people just watch online for free. Yeah, exactly. So that's but that's a mistake a lot of people made. You know what I mean? It's not just Riot. No, but still, like you've got a whole like if it's everyone or if it's just Riot, the fact it took ten years from to realise that when they've been hosting events is mad to me. And also mm. I still I still partially think um, you can't really say you care about competition and then just run everything yourself. Don't allow anyone else to host anything. Yeah, but they run it, but they run esports better than anyone. No, did you disagree with that? In what sense? A lot is it a whole program, or each each event yeah. is better than any other event that goes on. Just like, like the way they treat teams, the how they, share, like, how they run way. ecosystems. Full stop. Like how they've done Valorant has been spot on how they I just think they they're they're the envy of anyone running an event in esports right they do it themselves and it's their game and they just they smash it mostly okay you know no Uh, uh, I think I think Riot are a top probably if you I think as as an operation with League and Valorant and whatever else like they're a top company and they do it right yeah. Well, to be fair, not not many organizers or developers have a global game. Mm, yeah. So they don't. Have managing... a chance to do that as well. Like like COD, if they tried launch like launching a league in Japan, mm-hmm. 
it's not going to go well, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like, they don't yeah, no, they're, they're, on a program like that. So, I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. And, yeah, I'm being a little bit harsh. I, I, I don't know. I just felt like the report said a whole lot of nothing, realistically, or nothing of actual work. I think... The fact it's taking this song for him to come out and basically say we love esports is a madness. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, but again, though, my argument would be they've already shown you that they've loved esports with Valorant. Like, they've done so what that. was the point in this, then? Well, you can argue there wasn't a point. <laughs> it's just a blog post, isn't it, at the end of the day? It's not It's not John Needham's whole... 15 different edits. It's been approved by eight different people. Like, this is serious messaging they're putting out for us. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, but, but then it's also not... My... <laughs> it's like this with anything, to be fair, like, with social media, like, Everyone, like our peers, for example, our little community of esports reporters and pundits, whatever, like everyone felt like they had to say something about the blog post. And like, there were a couple of notable things in there. Like the, like the virtual, I didn't really say much about it either, to be fair. Not, not, I didn't make a point of not doing anything, but the virtual pass thing was pretty cool. But I, they could have led with that if you're being, I mean, I, I'd, I'd take it or leave it. I, re- I, read, I read it before it went live, but I was sent it by him before it went live. And like, I was reading it. I probably read like two thirds of it. It didn't even reach the virtual pass bit, which I didn't, I didn't realize I fucking missed that. But the only important bit I didn't read, but yeah, I was I stopped reading it halfway really. through because I was like, I already know all this. So I agree. It's like, you could argue it's pointless, but I don't have bigger, that big a problem with it. The virtual pass thing is pretty funky though. I'd be interested to see like how they do it. I don't know how much. Can, can we explain what it entails to people who haven't read the blog post? Yeah, so... What does it entail? So it's basically... Oh, wow. I feel like a proper podcaster after saying that. <laughs> um, so I'm trying not to get it confused with something they said they might do in the future. Hang mm-hmm. on, let me just let me just double check before I butcher this. Um, okay, and while you're looking, I will say we have changed all of our thumbnails, the way we title things. We're on the rise. We've got shorts. Unbelievable. I'm wearing shorts and we've got YouTube shorts. In fact, I'm wearing short shorts and the YouTube shorts are quite short. More to come, <laughs> more content. Uh, Consistency-wise, you get episodes. When you get episodes, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is your yeah. general cyber athletics health should, update. Should we actually should we launch merch, mate? Uh, yes, we're going to launch toilet roll. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so you can throw it at your, uh, reckless, or fire, you can wipe your ass with it. Fireplace, because we're always talking Duma, fucking <laughs> brimstone. <laughs> um, right okay so the primary goals of the virtual pass which is basically for fa- it starts for worlds this year <clears throat> and it's basically to give fans like an additional like a better experience type thing so to so rich- make more money well yeah absolutely I wonder how much they'll charge for it by the way a rich online world's viewing experience whatever that means a bundle of products and services at a tremendous value more ways to express their fandom and excitement so presumably it's just like access to players in like a virtual setting and um world's merch event pass skin exclusive variant i mean exclusive skin variant surely that means but yeah it just sounds like so basically an initiative geared towards fans to like presumably just get more involved with worlds so like getting closer to players and stuff and there was something i saw hunter cook was saying about um who's a reporter at sports business journal um he was saying something about they've made it more difficult for like press conferences oh, I, I, I don't know but you know, i think the same I'm with the virtual 
the virtual access, like, there's less need for journalists because, right, yeah, like they can just ask. But the thing is, they they're not going to ask the questions that journalists are going to ask. Mm. If you speak about yeah, exactly, like, yeah. oh, why did you decide to like black out your arm or like what hair gel do you use? You know what I mean? It's just going to be that. <laughs> or like someone's going to ask about the inner politics at G two during his time there if he's a journalist or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Or something relevant to what's going on at the moment. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, oh my God, I haven't really got a question. I just wanted to say, I absolutely love your back tattoo. Like, he's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, that's That will be. So, the, like, um... I don't really care too much. As long as there's still access to press, then we're good. And mm-hmm. the people who run press at Riot are. They're, they're, they're careful, but like, they're decent enough to people, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. I still think they're the enemies of journalists. And I somewhat have a, a job in PR at this point uh, ish. <laughs> Um, it's kind of true that isn't it it's like a lot of journalists make that transition to PR but it's yeah. true like your, your job your job reverses it's like the yeah. inverse yeah, we, of a, they, they want to spin things to make it as flattering as possible to the company and we try and journalists try to unspin it effect- yeah. and understand what it is effectively is what it is yeah. so I think once you understand like the role of the unspinning like actually just spinning it is easy as out yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, how can I make this seem like the company I'm working for? And this is not me, I'm speaking hypothetically. Is it full of absolute shitbags, effectively? Or how do I make this seem like a big deal? Is yeah, effectively yeah, what yeah. it is. And it's our job <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like, to cut, like, I sniff out it. the bullshit, is effectively yeah. what it were, you know? So, yeah, it's, um, it's a good point. Yeah, it's like the, t- the two sides of the same coin, but so are like criminals and policemen. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? it's very mm-hmm. different things. Even though the, the, they they need each other ecosystem wise, mm. like yeah, they're entirely different really things. Fucking you know? hell, mate! This is profound. We, when are we starting our other podcast? Well, obviously, I've been having existential crises about <laughs> my ex career <laughs> as a journalist. You know, but I'm no, very happy to be outside of journalism, outside of esports. By the way, just for the record, but maybe, I don't know. yeah, I'm feel, happy to start a real like... life podcast whenever. By the way. 100% do you real. not miss? Do you not miss being a journalist, even if it's no. not in esports? No, no. I thought I you would like really it for like two it. years. Oh, fair enough. See, I, really? I love it, man. I'm a, I absolutely love being a journalist. But you're you like you're romantic about it. I think a bit, like in a good way. Like you love like yeah, nah, like, know, journalism know. and like writing as well. Like that. I mean, so, yeah, like, but I didn't care about writing. I think or... I just enjoy it. Like the digging and the researching when you're onto yeah. something. I mean, I st- can't say anything, but I'm onto something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is in a few days, hopefully. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I still look into stuff and like question things in my own time. Oh, in my own yeah. time. Sorry, a bit of salad almost came up then. Uh, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's, it's almost more fun just to do it for the sake of it instead of like, oh, this could be a scoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. is what it is. And I, I see like the fucking politics of esports journalists at the moment where. There's two people who are just subtweeting each other and then also complaining about subtweets. And that kind of shit uh, it just tires me out. Um, and obviously, they've literally had a public beef in the past as well. So it's not, it don't fucking take two brain cells to work out so, who it is. I so wish you would say who. Because I actually don't know who you're Kevin about. and Jacob. Oh, really? <laughs> well, they, they I'm not really seeing because of Something I mean, that happened at the Esports Awards. And then yeah, Kevin yeah. keeps tweeting about like subtweeting. And then Jacob keeps... Yeah tweeting about the professionalism of journalists and stuff and it's like <laughs> I, 
And it's like, lads, just, yeah, just speaking to each other. I'll just I give up yeah, quiet. Yeah. Kevin's Kevin, like, oh, people subtweeting. I'm like, who? You're subtweeting right now, motherfucker. I know, like, I know. Kevin does you, that you all in the your 50s, time. grow up. Let's just chat. You know what I mean? <laughs> or let's just ignore this shit and just carry on because none just of this really matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Kevin you know what I mean? So I see that it. stuff and I'm like, one, I was glad I was outside of any real clique when I was in it. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm just glad to just be out of it and just like looking at it as if I'm. In, I, I like once every few days, I like properly check out Twitter as if I'm on a safari. Effectively, <laughs> just like oh fucking oh, a couple of absolute baboons over there. Like you yeah. know, what I mean, it's like oh, they're having a scrap for no reason, just flinging <laughs> shit, but missing because <laughs> they don't know the one. <laughs> they're not. They're not sharing the target. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. So. No, I don't, I don't really miss it too much, mate. I, I just enjoy doing the podcast. This is enough exposure for me in terms nice. of like speaking on stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're twenty five minutes in, so we'll keep the shit moving. Uh, yeah, we go do. to the the more boomer side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, heroic is probably not going to see the year out. Danish organization smashing it in CS:GO. Um, they basically were begging people to give them money so they could see it through the summer. They had to reduce the offer that they were <laughs> giving out and then eventually got less than a million, um, which will keep them going until, I think, see them through summer 2023 and they've got to figure something out from there. So they've either got to basically sell themselves mad short in terms of like selling bear shares for not a lot of money just to keep going or they need to cut teams and, and I guess, I don't know what they're like. Stuff what does, when you hear or see the heroic like brand what do you nothing. think of what does it evoke in you nothing nothing really it's just uh, it doesn't have any sort of feeling like mm. you think of optic you, you get strong senses of like there's like there used to definitely be like prestige involved you get the feeling of the legacy you get the shooter vibe straight away phase you think of just absolute divs just, just pricks in windows and <laughs> yeah. punching yeah. each other yeah. um g2 uh, G two, you get like just like meme lords, just divs, like <laughs> like purposeful divs. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. But it, um, but it makes you think of these. Like, every brand you yes. just said, like it makes you at you... least get something. Yeah, you get something. Yeah. Even like, even like K Corp stuff like that, you get you get feelings. Rogue is another one where you don't get. Oh, there's a few like it where it's not really anything there for me. There's no real like brand identity. Well, that's. And I don't follow her a bit closely, but like, there's nothing really there. Like, I know they got mm. bought out by. The, the the organization got bought out right and maybe the people the people running now just haven't quite figured out what brand identity means which is fun when you're playing with millions and millions of dollars mm. um and trying to build basically a sports team uh which is all on brand identity and performance uh so yeah not much mate i just think of csgo i guess i think of kd yeah. and i'm gonna cry like yeah it's basically yeah. literally like, mate when i think the only thing i think is like kd and counter-strike and and also actually, funnily enough, Danish. But well, they're not even fucking Danish. Are they like? I think I don't know that because I wrote I wrote this in a ESI article like a f- couple of months back or a few months back. It was like hero- uh, Danish esports org heroic, but it turns out they're actually not. I think they're, I think they're based in like Norway, Norway or Sweden or I something. Think Norway, yeah. Why do I think? Well, at one Danish? point it was part of like the refresh roster, where it was like refresh owned like Astralis heroic and like. I think Godsent were part of it as well. Oh, as right, last. Okay. So it was Danish, but like now I think it's Norway based. Uh even right. though it's not a Danish team, right? Yeah. So, CS. so like it does it does speak to like the wider one of the wider challenges of esports. I asked someone who I was interviewing the other week or the other day, um, 
are there just too many orgs? Like, do you think there are just too many? Because the like <laughs> the industry is actually not that big, but there are loads of teams everywhere you look. So a team like Heroic, if you're not going to, you need to give, I always say this, you need to give fans a reason to fucking give a shit. Like you either need to be, well, you need to be run by, you either need to just have a really strong brand that you've been building up for the last 10 years, which is global. Like G2 is pretty global. Phase is pretty global. Um, another couple, like odd ones like that. But besides that, you either need to be based in a location, give people a reason to care through that, like that kind of tribalism, or you need to be owned by like a fucking influencer. And that's why people care. That's what at least why people start to care. It's like you've got 100 Thieves, the reason they're so well followed, obviously, is Nadeshot. You've got K-Corp with Kometo. You've got Koi with, is it Ebuy? Ebuy, yeah. Um, and they're all like, they're also location-based as well. Like, and then you've got Brazilian. Well, they're, they're almost like framed as a national team, even though there are other mm. teams there, like Heretics yeah. as well with Spain. Like They've got the rabid like national fan base, even though there are competitors there. But like... In America, is too many, for example, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, like Phase yeah. or Optic. Neither of the the they're North America is kind of big enough to have multiple teams, I guess. But I wouldn't say there are too many teams. I'd say there's too many average, average and amateur esque teams in a sense of like they're not doing it to stand out at all. They'd be better mm-hmm. working together, uh, combining brain cells and stuff, which is what Version One are trying to do. Obviously, version one. Uh, oh, they literally the went, Minnesota went folks, full, Minnesota rocker. They went full. Let's reach out to the press and find the fucking. Which is a, a bold strategy. I remember yeah. United when they went on their spree of trying to make something happen and failing three times in a row. They like pitched mergers with Optic and and stuff like that. Like mm. I scooped that. I got the document for that. Never happened. And then they were going to get reverse taken. Which over, that was failed. that? Sorry, um, United. United. Yeah, before that went to shite. Um, Interesting. They, yeah, they was going to go reverse takeover, go public at one point. I'm pretty sure I get acquired, but like that that fell through as well. Like mm. just every time they tried to make something happen, at one point they were Sweet. going to be bought out by the guy who pretended to be buying out outlaws, where he said like he had Elon Musk and the Rock as investors. If you remember that, <laughs> is this the guy Lee Zeben? I'm pretty sure uh, Zeben Zeben. Not not the one that um, Jacob and Kevin wrote a piece about. No, that? different. Uh, no, but like they were reporting on him at the time. But yeah, this is a fellow who basically was DMing folks, saying like, "Hey, do you want to invest? Do you want to invest so we can buy Outlaws? I've got the Rock and Elon Musk and blah blah blah." blah. Like, <laughs> absolute bollocks. But I think United was part of the plans at that point. But right, regardless, yeah. like, it's just too many teams like that. Like, they need to come together. Um, they were at mm. least pitching. Whereas Version One, yeah, literally, who was it in an interview with? Digiday, Alex. Alex Digiday, Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex. A uh, friend of the show. Been on the friend pod. of the show, uh, good friend. There we go. Um, yeah, so they're looking to merge. Else, like, can I just say, we're at the point where we're saying friend of the show. I love it. I know one well, of my favorite people we had on, Dom, and Alex. Dom, Alex. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I think. I think wow, it is. we need we need another guest. That's a that's a good. Um, Who do you want on? Should we get Kevin on Jacob? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just fucking just tee you up. <laughs> But yeah, we can get we can get someone on. I've uh, maybe changed the topic a bit away from like current affairs to just 
something topic based and mm-hmm. not be super neggy the whole time. Yeah, but I'll be involved, so it will be super neggy some of the time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, V1 Minnesota Rocker version one, like seemingly doing okay. Like they have like a decent fan base, but it's almost regional in a sense, right? And they've got content creators and stuff, and like they're in Rocket League, which they built up a decent fan base in and stuff, right? And and mm-hmm. Valorant as well. They've been doing okay there, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, watch this space. The fact you have to go to the press and do it, I don't know what that says. I don't know if you're just getting ahead of the conversations just to put the intent out there for everyone mm-hmm. um, before yeah. approaching the people you'd like to work with or what. But that maybe. doesn't make... I don't fill me with too much hope in a sense, but also maybe this is them just realising, yeah, we'd be stronger working... Well, we've seen how Optic and Envy have gone, and we like that. Maybe we could do the same with someone. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing it. I'm interested why they went to Alex and to Digiday to do it rather than just reaching out to But Maybe it's just quicker. I don't know. Maybe it's just like instantly everyone's going to take notice of this. This is what we're, we're unabashedly, this is what we what we want to do. So, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. And, and, and yeah, they seem to be run um, pretty well, don't they? Weren't they like world champions in Valorant? Like, weren't they, like, one of the first world champions in Valorant? I swear not they world were. champion, no. No? Version 1, no. No, no right. certainly not. They were, they were, like, they were. The, I think they might have been runner-up then if they didn't. If they weren't world champion. No? No. 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 They've done Didn't decent, check. but no. It's basically been Optic and Loud. And then Fnatic won, uh, most recently, the lock-in event. Interesting. Look, I'm flexing esports knowledge that no one knows I have because I'm not even convinced myself at this point now. I feel like I may be straight capping. Dear Christ. Sorry, viewers, I've just got just got a look. <laughs> uh we've all, we've got probably six, seven, eight other little talking points first. Yeah, sure go on then. Let's go. Staying. Okay. So what we're what we're establishing there is I was right about what the V one Valorant thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You were right. Yeah, okay. that's fine. I don't oh, know why I thought. Oh, that's you know, a clip. I, I swear, version one. Fuck knows, mate. Maybe someone will like comment and tell me that okay. I was actually not far off. Next one, we can brush straight past this. Respawn, they do gaming chairs and gaming desks and stuff. Uh, the person who was basically running that before is now running Luminosity. They've been acquired. Woo, there's too many peripheral gaming brands. No one really cares. Next one, Astralis Financial Report. Looking stronger. CSGO yeah, team is imploding, and that's their flagship team. So, I don't still, know. Though, still, this is, the, again, though, the difference with like someone like Heroic, who I've got a good brand in Counter-Strike, to be fair, but like Astralis is building like an iconic, has an iconic brand in that title. What do you, what do you think of what you far. think of Astralis? See, let's go. Dominance, mate. Like dynasty. In 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 Counter Strike, obviously. Not in mm. not in not in League or FIFA. Although I don't think they've done bad in FIFA, to be fair. No. But, but who cares about who cares who gives a fuck about FIFA? Absolutely <laughs> chisel. You know, you know what I mean? mean? It's not ideal. So yeah, the the as far as I'm aware, uh, I haven't had a proper good look, but like I think they're basically closing the gap between like wasting money and actually trying to make money. Like they were always doing decent on the sponsor front, I think personally. Um, and yeah, they're kind of one of the national team esque things that was on about before, mm. where they've got a lot of national fans. Uh, though I do think 
you know, not making the major. Uh, <laughs> does not also, have they, they missed the major, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they missed the major, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me because it's coming up, isn't it? It's like, yeah, and they like, lost to like right Config, now. who was playing for Nip. Uh, sure. and obviously, he was at Astralis, got yeah. kicked out because I think he, he keeps cattle but scrap people when he has a drink. Um, that whole situation, I'm pretty by sure the way, they've missed it. But so, whole... Dupree is the only so... person to go to every CSGO major. Wow, that's a fucking he, he that's a vitality. What an achievement! Yeah, that's lit. I, yeah, and I don't. I've I've got like the number nineteen in my mind, but I can't. There's no way it's been nineteen majors. Just Maybe twelve. Like oh well, actually, it might be because the games wasn't it like twenty twelve? <laughs> time now, and there's two every year, right? So yeah, I mean, probably, might be, might be. To be fair, it was a Missed TSM, one, like the ESL major, ESL Rio major because of COVID. But so yeah, hey. Uh, I don't want to derail us too much, but the what Richard reported on with the whole fucking Hunden and Astralis oh, and um, Heroic. Was it Heroic? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yes. That is mad, mate. <laughs> like, what a fucking piece of shit. Well, Astralis are pieces of shit as well. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, Astralis knew as well, didn't they? It seemed like they really I, I read the first two reports. I don't know how many came out. Three, four? Uh, yeah, to, uh, four, I think. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like a four-part so thing. I read some of them, and basically, like, they were courting him while he's at Heroic and got, uh, yeah, and we'll help it. Like, yeah, they were always going to sign him, even though he was a convicted, like, cheater at that point. I'm and sure. he was at Heroic giving strats. strats but they were never viewed by the coach, technically, I believe is what the evidence was there. Like, the coach never accessed the file or the <sighs> files. Interesting. There's got to be a fucking. So that's how like was trying though. to do it off his own back to like get good graces with Astralis. Not o- with open not in incognito. Must have. Well, it's Google Drive, so I don't know if you can do that. No, you probably can't. But you still. have to be signed it in. It's something. only shared with that one with the coach and stuff. I think. Um, yeah, okay. But anyway, yeah, still, still messy and, and points to like absolute fuckery on their behalf. Like they've definitely declined in terms of like stature and professionalism and whatever. I mean, they've been. Like Richard and Thorin have been exposing their bullshit for a long time now, really. So like they're not mm. as great as they've appeared. Like they've been carried by the CSGO team's success, obviously. Uh if they if they that have. team was underperforming, the brand would be nowhere near what it is. Um so they've been carried hard, but now like it's it's definitely falling from grace in my opinion. Mm. Aren't they they're looking at delisting, aren't they? Which by the way, I think that would be a smart decision. But... A strategic review, I believe, is what it was named. So yeah. I don't know what comes from that. Maybe that is the smart point because I mean, it's not like they're like particularly smashing it, mm. and they're on like a branch of Nasdaq. It's like the first North, I think it's called or something, right? Um, which I think is just like a Nordic branch and it just, of it, Nasdaq. It just seems like unwanted scrutiny. Do you not think like being public as an esports company at the moment? Like if you can just go private and just be in the shadows a little bit, hunker down, not you know have to share every single thing every. If year. you've got access to the funds. Yeah. Then, yeah, and you could think they could still get some money. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, they could still get money from Danish so, somewhere yeah. or the government yeah. or somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I won't be fucking surprised. Mm. But yeah, so Astralis looking better, but still obviously is a way to go before it's sustainable and and profitable. Mm-hmm. Um, got Game Square complexity going on the Nasdaq. We already kind of covered that. Like, I don't think it's a good time for it personally. 
Uh, they're obviously betting on being more than just an esports team with complexity. They've got the production company and apparel and all that shit around it. So mm-hmm. and creators with Tim the Tapman and, and Cloaksy and stuff. So and Ninja. Is I'm pretty sure I saw him in the photos as well. Right. Oh yeah, isn't he like a co-owner? The the yeah. The, so he probably has like a small like small amount of share, same as Tim and Cloaksy. Right. Yeah. Interesting. That one kind of slipped under my radar until I saw his big blue head, just like in, in the Nasdaq photos where they were ringing the bell or whatever, and they were buzzing. Um, yeah. Uh, so we've got FaZe Clan potentially facing D-listing. We don't need to harp on that too much because we have discussed FaZe Clan ad nauseum as of late, but yes, we yeah, have. absolute shit show. There's kind of mutiny going on right now where like Banks and Co. Like, they were teasing like what seemed to be like a, a their run thing. Or like either either they were coming back to take control, or they were gonna fuck phase off and create something new. Like all the originals have got Apex and and Temper and Banks and whoever really else. Was, was Banks Tico, gonna Rain. Banks and then Banks in the edibles range. Yeah. On, <laughs> edibles range on the on the blockchain. They're gonna they're like save the phase kids. Uh, new <laughs> new crypto coin, but um. <laughs> No, like and then Banks tweeted a couple of days ago, I'm pretty sure, saying something like, the suits don't know what phase is. You either have to bring us back to control things or this brand will go to zero. And I'm like, you're the one who fucking sold control. Like, mm. what did you did, Yeah, did he? Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, I can't even remember now. Yeah, like Carmel yeah, basically came in, like Lee Trink and stuff came in. And he's like the biggest brand risk ever. <laughs> he's, just a, he's just a dickhead, mate. Like, why is he... And banks, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he's coming out and saying like you need to give me control again, it's like whoa, 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 settle, <laughs> settle down on them. Temper in them, maybe, but like yeah. Rain's gonna try and expose us at every step. Tico's had a cry now. Temper's just been chilling, getting knocked out in boxing. Like, yeah, maybe I'll let him in a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's, okay. it's shaky over there, man. And yeah, like like they're facing dealers and stuff, right? I think did. Faze do, do do something good in esports recently. Yeah, they won in CS, didn't they? No, what did they win? Because I think their stock went up, or the share price went up because they did well in esports. But I can't think what they won. But I think they did win some. Oh, yeah, they, they won. Just... They won the Grand Slam not long ago. Oh yeah, I am Grand Slam, of course. Yeah. What tournament yeah. was that based on? Do we know? What was the last one they won? Um, Pro League. Okay, you can yeah, see so... how disconnected I am from esports at this point because normally I would know that. But yeah, so they won the Grand Slam, which is an extra milli for them, mm-hmm. and I think that helped the share price. But like that's only, you know, temporary. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's not fixing the brand at all. No, it's not. And most of that um, one mil is going to go to the players anyway. So. And like people like Banks speaking out against FaZe is not going to do any favours to the company's money and financial standing effectively at this point now. Because mm-hmm. they've put themselves into a position where like negative press can affect them. So mm-hmm. if they're like founders and co-founders are coming out and saying FaZe is fucked, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. not a good sign. I don't know if they're doing that on purpose, try and tank shit and make them take it private again, which seems is going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And then Try and uh, reobtain some sort of control. It would be the biggest fail. But they've, they've always, happens. they've always claimed leadership-wise. Like a few of those boys have always 
had a big say in what FaZe does, right? I'm well, pretty sure really Matrix is. always said that and stuff. Like like uh, the original like Temper and Banks and stuff. I think mm. they've always maintained the fact that they have a big say in what goes on. No. But I think that's a charade. Like, obviously. Yeah. And, and if not, they shouldn't be controlling a public company because they don't have business experience like that. So one, one way or the other is yeah. not great. A lot, of, And it's, it's so tough as well because a lot of this stuff is just... It's going to stay private because they're a public company. No, people are going to be even less likely to talk to, say, a journalist sniffing around or whatever. So, like, you're never going to really know how involved these creators are until, say, in a few years when it settles down, phase is private again, whatever. That's when you'll when you'll find out most of it. Hmm. Um, I'm interested to hear what the fuck's going on there, but it don't look great. Yeah, again, I mean, yeah, we'll see. They're, um, they're going to do a reverse share swap or whatever it is. Like I said on the last one, and they're gonna consolidate shares, get the share price back up, or they're just gonna go private again. Pff, fucked. Either way, they need to do somewhat lad. Yeah, so as an Indian collegiate esports company called Mobile Global Esports, which I saw reported by James Forge, where basically they're losing lots of dosh and also face delisting from Nasdaq. That's all I have for you on that one. Next. <laughs> <laughs> G-Funity oh, is restructuring okay. because it keeps losing multiple millions of pounds. Mm. And they're finding more success in hosting events as partners for like mo- like motorsport companies and I think like maybe some Middle Eastern company to partner with like holidays or something. Abu Dhabi yeah. something or other. Abu Dhabi motorsport company or some shit. But yeah, they're basically restructuring. Uh, who knows what that really means, but they own some media companies like publications um, they don't really do many esports events unless it's white label at this point. Mm. So they're losing millions. Um, Enthusiast Gaming, which obviously is behind Luminosity, Vancouver Titans, Seattle Surge, and then a bunch of publications like gaming media companies and such, lost $56 million in its um, latest financial year, so the 2022 financial year. But they millions. led with all positive stats and left out this one, of course, except for in the actual financial report. So still bragging about like breaking records for themselves and like on path to sustainability, but losing $56 million in one year. Yeah, like, it's very normal for a public company to do that, though. They always puff it up, don't they? It's always like you read a that's report. That's PR for you, baby. Yeah, you're, just, you're going to get them pumping it. <laughs> But, like, yeah, yeah, if you, I mean, if you can choose to not speak about the loss and say we've increased revenues 100% or whatever, yeah. you're going to, aren't you? Because like the, was... the hack journalists are just going to copy what you basically put in the headline and the bullet mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Like, not yeah. many people are going to delve through the actual financial report and go, oh, well, this all looks good, but like, you've lost $56 million, fam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. again, doesn't look yeah. good there. Um, I haven't looked at the report and I don't know if it's this granular, but where the majority of the losses are coming from, whether it's the media company side or the esports team side. Yeah. I, I, would, think, I, uh, I would say both. <laughs> yeah. And I think, God, yeah, you've just got. Like bird's eye view with enthusiasts, you've got what is it? Two franchises, two of the least envious, enviable franchises in esports. Like certainly, I said the Call of Duty League actually is doing a lot better than it has done in the past in terms of viewership. And like people like COD, I I enjoy COD a lot. Um, and I think you do as well. But like, it's still a massive loss maker, surely. And they've already paid the fat franchise fee same with the overwatch league what the hell is happening there that's another one we could touch on the cheng yu hunters or something cheng do yeah obviously not i'm pretty sure not going to be in the overwatch league do you know why that is go on they fucked up 
NetEase and Activision Blizzard's partnership. Man, oh, they yeah, couldn't yeah. operate in China. Yeah. <laughs> Chengdu Hunters. That's what, yeah, I did think that before, actually. Yeah, right. That, that's what that is. It's Activision Blizzard's fault. They basically cooked one of their fucking franchises. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Oh! Yeah, like the license ran out, or like, hey, there was some fallout between NetEase and Activision Blizzard, right? Which and they've been, they've been sending fucking indirects, mate. They've been doing Kevin Hit and Jacob Wolf tackle. <laughs> the CEO of NetEase or something, he posted some. I can't remember what it was now. Can't but... trust these snakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Say you summer. I don't know what. I'm, yeah, I'm much of that. I'm not a fucking. <laughs> oh man, I'm not a game show, so I'm not even gonna bother with that. Um, yeah, man. I can't remember what we were saying. Fuck it. Who cares? Overwatch. So, uh, before that, it was COD League. You were saying because of oh, it. Yeah. But basically, like ad revenue, not great. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say team, that, not great. That's what I, was gonna say. I was speaking to a guy that's like. I interviewed a guy for a piece I wrote called Nikhil, uh, Nikhil Fadani, I think his name is, and he's like a, a consultant to invest to investors and stuff. Like, really knows what he's on about. <clears throat> and I was asking him about enthusiasts, and I think he said, like, yeah, one thing to bear in mind is like not only esports is obviously <clears throat> in a in a in a dip, but also the ad market <clears throat> and most of what enthusiast does is like they own different websites that like you were saying before it's just like content farms like it's or click farms i guess um, i actually said that off air yeah i think you did <laughs> and so many words, i'm not supposed to say that or something it's pure doxing me and my heart attack <laughs> it's true it's, it's true it's true <laughs> um yeah so basically the ad market's fucked is what i was going to say yeah, so, yeah, yeah um that's another reason why they've probably taken a hit. But yeah, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be interested to like really deep dive. I, I may, I promise you by the time, by like this time next year, I'm going to come on Cyber Athletics. That's <laughs> just leave the sentence there. <laughs> going to come on Cyber. No, I'm going to come on Cyber Athletics. I'm going to, I'm going to be able to read a report. I'm going to come and I'm going to be like, right, here's what it means. Bang, 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 bang. I'm going to be like proper financial journalist. That's one. That's one thing that's missing in my oeuvre. I would say the one short-sighted element of that prediction or manifestation. The, you're not gonna. No, yeah, I'm. I'm forcing you to keep going if that's what you're gonna say. <laughs> He's like, "It's a good. Who knows what'll happen with the pod, mate? You never know." Yeah, you're taking the piss. We're about to get acquired by one free nation, or whatever the fucking called. <laughs> Last free nation. No, even worse than One Tree Hill or One Direction or whatever it's called. <laughs> Last Free Nation. God, no, they're about to get assassinated by the Saudi government, mate, is what's actually going to happen. Uh, more True. than likely. Oh, it's True. nice to come onto a podcast and not have to discuss the Saudi acquisition, by the way. Oh, wait. No, I'm joking. I don't know. They've slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just not been announced I yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're working on loads of shit. Yeah. But um, give me a personal update. To close things out, how are you doing? How are things? What's the, what's your yeah, favorite piece of work in recent times? Oh my god, I'm well. Because you've like been putting out some good stuff, man. Thanks, mate. Um, For a change. Well, uh, yeah. well, I put that G two one out. Where I interviewed Alban. Um, that was. That was they fun. claim to have been profitable for the past two years. Yep, but yeah, they showed me proof of 2021, and then yeah, the rest is just like kind of taking the word for it 
Um, yeah, that was fun. It was decent. I was I was hoping you would get like Carlos saying something about it. But nah, he's he beyond that now, isn't he? Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's too busy talking about like I need seventeen Bugattis. Yeah, there was one thing I should have asked them and I didn't, and <clears throat> I definitely like. I think his name Tim Masters is like a journalist um, in esports. He said, "He's an absolute dick." <laughs> well, he said, and he is a, is a good point. Um, basically, like what share? Because I, when I heard what he, what Alban told me, like Carlos is a minority shareholder now. He doesn't have anything to do with like company decisions. All that's true. But I presume I just presumed that like that meant it was, he had like five percent or something like that. But it's probably a bit more than that. And I should. Well, yeah, I should, like, who owns the majority? Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah, it's a good point. That's what I mean. So I should. That's something in hindsight. It's just a bad error. Like I should have made sure I nailed him on that. You like you'd probably gone to it knowing the kind of stuff you wanted to hear about, and maybe just the Carlos bit wasn't the bulk of it. Really, I don't know. I no, the Carlos bit was. No, the Carlos bit was like. That was, but you know, they're never going to speak it. directly on Carlos. Yeah, well, no, to be, we had a decent chat about Carlos like for quite a while, but it was just like they he told me all this, like he's no longer he's lost all his privileges as founder, yada yada yada. And like I said, all that is true, but I should have said, even, even after the interview, I should have followed up and said, like, oh, he said he's now a minority shareholder and that's it, and like he has nothing to do with the org. What percentage does he have? Because if it's like 30, percent then it's pretty significant, obviously. He still so, has yeah, a big I, say in what goes on, basically, if he works with other minorities. Yeah, he's yeah. Still involved but, in yeah, meetings. Exactly, yeah, much. he could be. I mean, he, he said the, the the level of communication is minimum and he'll get the same communication as, like, other minority shareholders, which is, like, basically quarterly announcements and things like that, or, like, quarterly meetings, maybe. So I just kind of took him at that, but in hindsight... Is it a big problem? I don't really know. Maybe I should have just asked the question. And I did follow up recently, actually, with their PR. So I'll update on the Twitter feed if they get back to me. Well, you but know, yeah. they're not going to give you the truth. So uh... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> well, but that'd, be, that'd be a story in itself, no? You know what I mean? If they don't reply or if they true. refuse to say. Yeah, man. But so, that's it. I, I think I um, was just talking, I asked about like how things are going for you, your favourite piece of work and stuff. And, you say you're looking into something at the moment and you think it'll be a report in a few days. Oh, yeah. Is it a big juice? Yeah, or? it's something... Uh, yeah, it is, actually. No one's done a report on it. It's stuff that like people have heard rumours about. There have been rumours about it, but no one's written a full report okay, with like details guess. and verification and shit. Yeah, I will nah. guess I just, after we click and stop recording. <laughs> okay. And I don't I will... think you would. I don't think you would, but we'll see. Maybe. I don't know if you know me well enough to know that makes me want to ask until I get it right. Uh, Yeah, but I actually don't want to tell you even if you get it right. That's fine. I mean, I'll tell you the topic, but not like what it is, you know. I'm not going to try and out-scoop you by any means. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. It's out soon, so I'm just, yeah. I may start a newsletter. Oh, yeah. An eSportsy newsletter is all nice. happy. Oh, yeah, go on. I told but you this ages ago. Yeah, no, you should. People read that shit. Yeah, but I don't I don't know what I don't think it's just gonna be my opinions. I don't care about my opinions enough for that. So it has to be something with value. Um 
preferably when people want to eventually give me money. So, because I'm not doing it, I'm not going to do it for free forever. Same as this fucking podcast. If people don't get to a thousand subscribers and that's so we can monetize, like, what are you doing? I know. You want us sat here speaking for an hour in our own free time? We need some sponsors, mate. I will speak to Freeze Pipe, the bong brand that currently is sponsoring Thorin and uh, stuff at Last Free Nation. Really? I think it's Freeze Pipe, it's called, yeah. Shit. I think it's bong. Or it's something to do with weed, at least. Maybe they sell, like, the ISIS weed. That, instead of that fire pack, they've got that cold pack. Bro. Whatever floats you oh, shit, That shit just freezes your lungs. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'll, I'll start outreach and say, do you want to sponsor a podcast that gets 600 views max each episode? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe no, so. Our cell would just be everyone that watches our videos is like pretty high up. Most, not everyone, but most. At least I don't even know how true sports. that is anymore, man. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. You know, I don't know. Mates. It could just be you refreshing the video hundred times. You know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't I think, know. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, we're quite closely aligned to like. <laughs> we're recommended on like Andrew Tate videos, aren't we? I fucking hope we're not. I swear you sent me think, something. Yeah, only the one where we literally did a video thing. about Andrew Tate. Oh right, because right. <laughs> it was in the title <laughs> thumbnail tag. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. normal. It's not normal, fam. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm right. All good. That's a good thing. <laughs> Jesus. I I can only wish to be featured next to another prominent bald man, but alas, I am not edgy enough for that shit. I'm not courageous enough to shave my head fully. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. And with that, <laughs> love that. We are gone. We are yeah, gone. I'm going watching Man United at the pub. I'm going to go edit this and then walk while it's exporting. Living a life. Living Thank you life. all for watching, listening, crying, laughing with us. Uh, yeah. Don't dob us in for anything we've said. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>